Good morning, it's Tuesday, the 2nd of November. It's Deviled Egg Day. Happy birthday, Katie Lang, Nelly, Samantha Janice, and David Schwimmer. There were 2,855 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday, with 515 people being treated in hospital and 91 in intensive care. Monday marked the day that John Hopkins University calculates that 5 million people have now died during the pandemic, although the World Health Organization estimates the total could be two or three times higher. Monday also saw the word vax being declared the Oxford English Dictionary's Word of the Year. Here in Ireland, Health Minister Stephen Donnelly announced that there was good news for frontline health workers. This evening, I've authorised the use of booster vaccines for our amazing healthcare workers. I know this is going to come as really welcome news right across the country. I received the NIAC advice just in the last few hours. We've been working hard with the HSC in the background to be ready should we receive this advice. And in further good news, the HSC advises that it believes it will be ready to begin administering these booster vaccines to healthcare workers at this coming weekend. It's been billed as our last chance to have an impact on climate change and leaders from around the world have been focused on the need for urgent and clear action to limit the damage from global warming and meet the 1.5 degree temperature target. So with the weight of history upon him as the host of the COP26 Climate Summit, Boris took to the stage. Welcome to Glasgow and to Scotland, whose most globally famous fictional son is almost certainly a man... Okay, hold on, where's this going? Braveheart? Robert the Bruce? Called James Bond, who generally comes to the climax of his highly lucrative film strapped to a doomsday device, while a red digital clock ticks down remorselessly to a detonation that will end human life as we know it. Right, we know you watch No Time to Die in the Big Blue briefing room and you can definitely put it through his expenses now, but what about the climate conference? We are in roughly the same position my fellow global leaders as James Bond today. Maybe the Prince of Wales has some more sensible opening remarks. We have a precious opportunity to make sustainability the growth story of our time. Yet the window for action is, as we all know, rapidly closing. There was a lengthy list of speakers at the COP26 summit on Monday, including the UN Secretary General Prime Minister of India, Narendra Modi, who pledged India would reach zero emissions by 2070, and Joe Biden, who called the climate crisis a threat to human existence as we know it. The Queen spoke of the importance of action for future generations. We none of us will live forever, but we are doing this not for ourselves, but for our children and our children's children. Sir David Attenborough, the lifelong environmentalist and increasingly vocal campaigner, also had a call to action. If working apart, we are force powerful enough to destabilise our planet, surely working together, we are powerful enough to save it. Amihal Martin, ahead of his speech to the summit, said that the positive is that young people are driving the desire for change. There is a real sense of urgency here. Uh, the young people have spoken. They want political leaders to act. They want societies to change their behaviour.
US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen was in Dublin on Monday in the wake of the G20 summit to finalise details on the new global corporate tax rate. She met with Finance Minister Pascal Donoghue and was warmly positive about Ireland's eventual decision to agree to the new minimum rate of 15%. I really personally wouldn't use the word cajole. I think we've had very productive meetings in which um, we have tried to understand um, the viewpoint of Ireland about these tax negotiations and um, its needs in terms of being able to sign on to this. Still to come on the Smart 7 Ireland edition, Spurs sacked their manager and Star Wars fans are getting a Christmas present from Disney Plus. Right after this. You're listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the original Smart 7. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. There was one Premier League game last night with Wolves taking on Everton and winning 2-1. And after 123 days, Spurs sacked manager Nuno Espirito Santo yesterday. His failure to produce a result against the struggling Manchester United was the final straw for the Tottenham board. Former Chelsea manager Antonio Conte looks set to take over and the editor of Forza Italian Football, Conor Clancy, says there's no better man for the job. He knows how to rescue a sinking ship. When he took over the Chelsea job as well, it was after... Mourinho had basically burnt everything to the ground before he left the previous season. Conte's been there and done that. Speaking to Thierry Henry at the end of his Chelsea ring, Conte made it clear he's not someone who tolerates bad behaviour in his dressing rooms. If someone uh, haven't the good attitude during the training session or good behaviours so in, uh, in different circumstances, yeah, I prefer to kill him. Living legend Brian Cox, no, not the scientist, the veteran actor who stars in Succession, appeared on This Morning on Monday. They discussed the recent tragic events on the set of movie Rust, which saw cinematographer Helena Hutchinson's killed when Alec Baldwin discharged a prop gun. Bill wanted to know about a live-firing incident that Brian had when he worked as a stage manager. Oh, God, yes, I forgot. It's in the book, yeah. I was showed by somebody how to hand somebody a gun, and I and he handed it to me, and I went, closed it. Oh, yes, closed it, yes. And I fired, I put the, my, I fired the gun by accident, and it burnt the end of his nose. Oh, my God. I mean, it was, I mean, it was horrific, but it was also kind of well, classical I mean, as well. It, it, uh, There was good news for Star Wars fans on Monday as the trailer dropped for the brand new Mandalorian spin-off series, The Book of Boba Fett. It's been described by Mandalorian creator and showrunner John Favreau as a kind of Mandalorian series 2.5, but as a standalone series starring Tamora Morrison and Ming-Na Wen. The first episode will screen on Disney Plus from December 29th. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. What prevents us all from killing you and taking what we want? If he had spoken such insolence to Jabba, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please, speak freely. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.